0: Hello and welcome to the Piece of Cake Podcast. I am your host, Becca Guy, and I'm here to talk to you about all things anti-diet and self-development and how to heal our relationship with food, exercise, and ultimately ourselves. I'm a former binge eater and fitness obsessive turned anti-diet coach who self-healed my own relationship with food and fitness, and I hope that this podcast can help inspire you to start your own food freedom journey. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode three of Piece of Cake Podcast. I feel like these weeks really fly by, you know. Do you know, to and to be honest, today I've kind of been feeling a little bit low and negative. I've kind of well, I've had a few days of lacking sleep. I sometimes kind get a little bit stuck awake in the middle of the night and thoughts go through my head and stuff like that. But um yeah, I thought, Do you know what? I really want to record this podcast, so let's get into a better place. So what I did is I put some music on, some songs that kind of uplift me and I danced away with the dog (laughs) so basically Bomber who is um a retired police dog our dog he he just knows now that if every kind of hears music come on or even just me starting to sing in particular he seems to really enjoy that at least someone does anyways and um he'll come over and know that he'll have his toy played with he likes playing tug so we just tug with a toy so whether I regret teaching him this or not is a different thing because it does make Dan's workouts hard (laughs) but actually he does know the difference and and really it is just fun and joy isn't it so but anyways this has put me in uh, a much better place taking me out of my own head a little bit and uh hopefully this is better than me sort of drooling on like drooling on even drooling (laughs) drooling through this episode um it's a nice image but just drawing on in a little bit more of a kind of low place so yeah hopefully that energy shows up a little bit better for you guys so this topic was actually suggested by one of our lovely listeners Um, So thank you for reaching out, and this was to talk about um, support and advice for over the holiday period. So this could be for the upcoming Christmas, we've got Thanksgiving, Um, it may be any cultural event that you may celebrate or even anything really that involves probably more people and evolves evolves involves being around more food and abundance of food so this could even be things like a couple of days away on a you know on a weekend holiday or this could be going to a wedding or, or something along those lines so especially with this recent pandemic as well we have to you know really bear in mind that a few, quite a lot of us potentially haven't actually had our festive period or holidays in the same way in that we have not seen as much of our family and friends um, and maybe as well we've just kind of you know lost touch a little bit socially and that can bring up a lot of, of fears and anxieties when it comes to showing our bodies again in particular particularly maybe you go to an office party and you want to um wear a dress or something like that and you feel like your body's changed over the pandemic and you're just worried about maybe people judging your body maybe it's the fear of being around so much food it's the fear of all the diet talk being around other people it's the fear of kind of losing that control over a situation that in, involves food so there's a lot that comes with this so it's, um there's a lot to unpack, but I wanted to give eight action steps that I feel anyone can take when it comes to being able to cope around this food, around body talk, around diet talk. So this is for anyone at any stage in, in their journey on healing, whether you were literally just tuning into this podcast for the first time and you've considered ditching diets and you just kind of, maybe you're just absolutely fed up with the fact that food feels, you feel like it's controlling your life. So this is for anyone on the stage of their journey. It's not going to be talking about different steps of intuitive eating per se, so it's not going to be like, listen to your hunger and fullness cues, um, give yourself unconditional permission to eat, move your body. What I really want to do is give advice which is going to help us be more prepared for the situation, that is going to make us lean into kindness a little bit more, set some boundaries potentially, and really these are the foundations that mean that we can heal ourselves and heal our relationship with food. So, So yeah, hopefully... Everyone can get a little bit of something out of this. But some of the fears that we might experience over this time, and I can and say from me, so within where, where I live, we we do celebrate Christmas. Not that we're religious, although I did go to a Roman Catholic school growing up at primary school, but yeah, not 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 Catholic now. But we, you know, celebrate Christmas in the way that maybe a lot of people do as well, where you spend a lot of time with uh, your family and as well, there's gonna be a lot more food around and drink around and the fears that I've sort of dealt with before and maybe you can relate to some of these is that I mean I've always been somebody who's been really into fitness so I now that I still feel like I'm well I'm even healthier and I have a much healthier relationship with fitness I think I worry that I've always been seen as that person who leans into fitness and leads into like all this healthy food and in inverted commas so the idea of going to places to see family and friends and you know the conversations coming up about oh yeah but you're really healthy or but you will you know burn this off or all those kind of things. I I worry about them especially as I my body is different now, and I eat differently. I eat in a much much more mentally and physically healthy way. But I I worry that people don't perceive it in that same way because I used to perceive the way I was as being healthy, but you know really it wasn't. But that's a a topic for another time. Um, but other things I might have done. Especially in the build-up to Christmas, would be trying to work out how I could reduce the impact of the food I was going to be eating. I struggled with binge eating, so I would know that it, you know, come Christmas Day or all around Christmas, there'd be this extra food in the house, and I just it would be on my mind all the time. I would just eat it. So, in the build-up to Christmas, I would exercise more, maybe restrict my food some more, and on any days in between in the festive period where I was not in. Like I would say, indulging at the time. I don't like that term now, but I would have these days, which would be like the good days, and on them days I'd be as good as I possibly could. And yeah, it it was just it's all consuming, isn't it? When you have an an unhealthy relationship with with food and fitness, it can it can really really take over. So that's actually uh, one of the steps that I want to give some advice about further down the line um, in this podcast. So. There's just a couple of things that I might have dealt with. And then we also have to consider when we go into the new year and we start to see diets everywhere, you know, do this, do that. And people saying like, I've been so bad over Christmas. I'll get back on it in the new year. Ooh, maybe after New Year's Eve. And, you know, these ways that we punish ourselves and then tell ourselves that we'd be good the next year or we'll set new year resolutions around our bodies or around food. And, you know, they, it comes from a place of fear, doesn't it? And it's uh, it's a, it's really, really all-consuming. So this is why I wanted to kind of share on this topic as as well. And like I said, as, as a listener suggested, this, is, this has been a really great one to write and really think about how I can help. So I'll just say as well, now that I'm a couple of years into my journey with intuitive eating, and whilst I feel so much happier around food and about my body and around fitness, that doesn't mean that these thoughts don't come up. I've just got to a place now where I am a little bit better able to deal with them. So if a thought comes up like, well, you should be um, doing some intense exercise today to burn off what you ate, or maybe I would feel like oh, I shouldn't be eating past um, fullness with this food, or I shouldn't be overeating in inverted commas. These thoughts, like I said, come up, but this is why I think we have to build the the tools, these foundations, which, you know, really help us through these difficult times. So yeah. Hopefully these steps will help. So, without further ado, because I've nearly chatted for ten minutes without even getting into any of these steps. The first one is about releasing resistance. So what I mean by this is we have to accept that these holidays, these, this festive period, whatever it is that we're we're facing, is inevitable. It is going to happen. And the more we fight it and the more we try and resist the fact that it's coming, we just make it more difficult for ourselves. So I think it's really important to lean into acceptance. You know, maybe we can do some acceptance meditations, maybe affirmations, looking through gratitude and self-care, which I'll get onto in a little second as well. But I think it's just really important to acknowledge where we're at. It's okay to feel these feelings, but let's try and lean into, into letting go. Because like I said, if we resist, we resist, we resist. We make it so much harder for ourselves. We start doing these, these, these little behaviors, such as I'm going to restrict my food for the next few weeks. I'm going to go intensely to the gym or afterwards I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And it builds up all this fear and then we kind of forget what the importance is of all this time. So I think number two, moving on to number two because it kind of flows together, is to become aware of your triggers. So what is it that might trigger you over this period? Write them down if you're somebody who likes to do this. I I do really recommend journaling this would be something you could write down every day if you wanted to as well. Um, but yeah, it's getting aware of those situations that might trigger you over this period. So that could have been that somebody you know is particularly, well, one of the people who always talks about diets or really talks about not liking their bodies or, um, health and wellness and good and bad days. And there may be even somebody who does quite obviously confront talks about even your body, or maybe you feel guilt and shame for the amount of food that you've eaten really think about all these situations that are going to trigger potentially negative thoughts and then once we know these then we can mentally prepare for them. So write them down, like I said write them down every day if you want so you can just kind of be aware of what's of what's going on and then the way that we can help ourselves through this is with step number three which is self-care. So yes I know I've talked about this before but it is so incredibly important. If we don't look after ourselves in the way that we treat ourselves and the way that we speak to ourselves, then we haven't laid this this foundation upon which to grow. We need to care for ourselves. We are the only person that's going to be with us for our whole life. So let's lean into a beautiful friendship with ourselves. And so for this, I would say, again, thinking about the moments in which you could be triggered, let's consider some self-care methods that would help you. So if you haven't already or you're not really aware have a think of those kind of um what could we say those those sort of things that you can do that make you feel a bit better that soothe you that um you enjoy so it could be going for a walk it could be even doing some sort of relaxation exercises such as meditation breath work something that is going to calm down your nervous system but like doing something that feels good for you and having that ready into hand you know and and obviously some of us might be traveling over the holidays so you might think it's not going to be as accessible but in what way can you make that accessible you know maybe you can save a five minute meditation on youtube that you can quickly listen to when you go off to your room and you just need a little bit of a moment how can you prepare for this situation and yeah i think it's important as well to have some phrases so within the self-care to have some phrases that we can say to ourselves so say the negative thoughts start coming in you start thinking i feel really guilty for all that food i've eaten or i feel really uncomfortable in my body as someone's questioned it what can you say to yourself in them moments what can you do to soothe yourself you know maybe it can just be something simple like i'm going to be kind to myself you know how would you speak to a best friend in this situation how can you lean into being kind and compassionate towards yourself? Because otherwise we can just go into this real spiral of shame. And, you know, I've been there a number of times, we just kind of a place of being negative, negative, negative and constantly just spiraling. So have something ready there. you know, you can even just think about what's going to work for you in that situation. And yeah, just be aware of your triggers and lean to doing these forms of self-care as you need them. So number four is support. And that's in two ways. So we can find support through anyone as a friend or a family who's maybe going to the same situation as you, reach out to them. If there's somebody that you know, you feel you can trust with this and and it is difficult because one would, especially if you're looking at ditching diets or even if you just find the situation so uncomfortable around food, you're not quite at a ditching diets place. Some people really struggle with this because i think a lot of us do believe that we are supposed to have this complicated relationship with food we're supposed to constantly be in this battle of trying to control it and then it controlling us and us losing our willpower which are all just not things but see if you can find somebody who can support you through this maybe they're going through the same process which you know isn't it isn't that likely not many people are doing this but maybe it's just somebody who is great listening and they will be able to support you if not, start looking for online communities. So there are a lot of Facebook groups that talk about intuitive eating and people talk about their struggles in them. If you're a vegan, feel free to join the intuitive vegans group that I have on Facebook as well. But start to, you know, if you feel comfortable enough, start to post on there, start to maybe even respond to other people's comments. But even if you do neither of them things and you just go on and you have a little scroll through, you'll see that other people are going through the same thing. And that sense of us of having that like uh, that somebody else is going through the same thing is a, a real strong feeling of support as well especially when this can feel really really lonely so reach out and get yourself some support number five is to prepare and what I mean by that is I mean when we're looking at these triggers or we maybe know that um one of them triggers is going to be that the conversation of diets come up or that someone will ask you directly about your body you know there are people that do do this so whenever this diet culture chat comes up or there are any body image talks um that could just be somebody saying oh i feel guilty about what i've eaten today i've been really bad today or i i need to diet after this Prepare yourself for how you're gonna deal in that situation because that is quite a triggering one. So I would suggest thinking of some go-to phrases that you can use in that moment. So if you feel comfortable, you can say, because um, there's a bunch of different things that you could say, but you could say maybe, I've I've, I've learned recently that diets have harmed me, so I don't wanna talk about diets, if you feel quite direct. Maybe it's, I'm working through healing my relationship with food, so I prefer not to talk about my body I'm um, practicing being kind to my body. Or, you know, make this about your, you know, this is your personality and what you feel comfortable saying. Although, of course, it's a confrontation. But you could even say like, nah, I just don't want to talk about my body today. Let's talk about something else other than bodies. Or the other side of it as well is you can leave the situation. Can you think of maybe some ways in which you can leave the situation? Maybe have an excused hand. I know that maybe it doesn't sound like the best advice. But I think it is if you feel like a situation is going to be really toxic for you or really triggering for you how can you be prepared for it, have some phrases ready so that you can, you know, either excuse yourself or you can uh, simply like say one of these sentences and, you know, you might be met with resistance, but sometimes you'll be met with people who are interested in finding out more about the process that you're going through. So actually you are, you are sharing here and you potentially can help other people and also that means that you can support each other. So, so yeah, I I can't tell you how the situation's going to go, but, but just set some sort of boundaries for yourself to prepare for that situation. And another note on that as well, as I would say, if the host or someone who's maybe one of the main conversationalists in the, in the sort of groups that you're in, if one of them is somebody that you can speak to can you inform them prior to this and say that look today i really don't want to talk about my body or um i really really want to avoid any talks about diets if there's somebody who you can approach in this situation see if you can do this and they will hopefully be able to support you you know it's it's worth a try you'll know your people better than, than anyone. But it's, um, it's worth having someone who could potentially support you in that moment. And especially if there's someone who's one of the main speakers, then maybe they can support you when you don't feel like you can say anything. And they might say like, nah, you know, I don't want to talk about diets today. If we communicate, then that's how we can all kind of make a situation which is better for ourselves. And I know that sometimes that can lead to conflict and confrontation, but setting these boundaries is incredibly important. Number six is a little journal practice on gratitude and you don't have to do it as a journal but I love journaling so I will always say journal, just journal everything. But write down what this holiday period means to you and I mean what you feel grateful for. Is it that you're grateful for spending time with your family? Is it grateful that you've got this time off work? Is it grateful that you have all this choice of food? Um, Yeah, whatever it is, write them down and write it as though it's an I am statement so I am grateful for spending this time with my family and so when we do this we can lean into gratitude and we can really kind of get the full picture you know what is it that I actually want from the situation if I could take myself out of how I feel about my body and food right now what is it that I want and this is also a really good driver for being able to look at healing a relationship with food and fitness. It's kind of understanding the whys. What is it that I actually want over Christmas rather than thinking a lot about my body and food. And that's not to shame anybody at all because we obviously will potentially be struggling with this. But if you prepare yourself by being grateful for the kind of what it is that you really want to get from this from this holiday season, then you're just better able to kind of break away from those little thoughts in your head that are all consuming and it just shows that that bigger picture and it's something to come back to if you are a journaler journal this every day and lean into that gratitude we've got a good few weeks up until christmas even just a week till thanksgiving but you know this is still enough time for you to be able to establish this practice number seven is body respect and acceptance so i will talk a little bit well a lot more about this throughout the whole podcast but in the next episode where I'll give you some steps on how we can build body respect but what I mean here is for us to start leaning into body respect and acceptance and body neutrality so this is really a way of treating our bodies with respect and appreciating what it is that they enable us to do it's kind of taken it away from the aesthetics of our body so particularly if you're somebody who is in a place where you're unhappy in your body right now and the idea of trying to reach loving your body every day just seems too far away and I I personally don't really think that's a great end goal necessarily anyways but I'll talk about that more next week but um if we can lean into just accepting our body and respecting our body where it is right now then that's just a lot more attainable than trying to go to this place of right when a few weeks time i want to feel really comfortable on food i really want to feel happy in my body you know it's is that achievable maybe so but let's look at something which is a, a lot more attainable and is something we can start right now so you know i'll talk like i said next week i'll talk a bit more about it but maybe it can be some affirmations like i respect my body i listen to and honor my body I'm grateful for what my body allows me to experience, but, but really lean into gratitude and some affirmations. Maybe it's as simple as just wearing clothes that feel comfortable to you, listening to your body when it feels like maybe it just wants to move. Maybe you've been on a long car journey to go and visit family and you just need to have a little bit of a stretch. Just listen to your body. But yeah, there's a bunch of different ways we can do that. But I think that's just a lot more achievable than trying to force some end result into kind of like body love but body respect is something we can start right now and then number eight which i think is the most important one is enjoy like kind of like i was saying about taking ourselves away from the the little small thoughts that go on in our head Small thoughts, big thoughts that go in in our little heads. Um, Let's focus on actually enjoying this period. Enjoy everything that you're going to be experiencing. Enjoy the food. Enjoy the family. Enjoy the friends. Just have a great time because when we're leaning into enjoyment and we're leaving, leaning into fun, like how come, how can we do this over the holiday period? You know, I, I feel really passionately about this in general. So I feel like it's really important to lean into fun and enjoyment every day. It just helps build a much more beautiful vibe within us, a better energy. But if we can really just enjoy this period, then that's that's what we want, isn't it? That is ultimately what we wanna do and what it's all about. So I'm not saying that's particularly easy or that the whole thing's gonna be like one big high, but really focus on enjoying yourself. So lean into that gratitude. We have one life to live, so we do not need to wait until we look a certain way that our body has changed, to look, uh, I don't know, the ideal that you want. We don't have to wait. We can enjoy it right now. Let's not try and wait for some sort of end result because at the end of the day, I don't even know if there is an end result because all you'll do is you'll keep, you'll grow and you'll learn and you'll find other ways in which you would like to improve. But all the while you're growing this kind of love and respect for yourself. So it's a really beautiful journey. But let's not try and forget where we are right now and be present and really appreciate that. So yeah, enjoy yourself. So hopefully them tips resonate with you. Hopefully you'll give them a try. Do let me know. Always send me a DM on the old IG. I will respond to you there. I really appreciate hearing from you all. And just one last thing I wanted to say was that you are all intuitive eaters. And I'm saying that because I think a lot of us, again, try and Uh, Aim for some end result of being the perfect intuitive eater, and I think that's really been born in well a lot of different things about our society about trying to reach the next goal, the next goal, the next goal, and that also to do with diet culture because it's this idea of like you succeed at it, you succeed at being an intuitive eater. But we are all intuitive eaters; it's just learning to reconnect back to ourselves. So even if you're not even considering ditching diets, you're an intuitive eater even if you are and you're just at the start of your journey maybe a few years in, whatever it is you are an intuitive eater so be really really appreciative of where you are right now and own your story I just really felt like I wanted to share that because I know how easy it is for us to try and try and aim for some sort of future goal and not stay present and not be grateful for where we are so yeah anyways thank you very much for listening everybody and like i said next week we'll talk a bit more about body respect so yeah just go out and enjoy yourselves everybody and speak soon bye bye. Hey everybody, before you go, would you like a free guide on how to kickstart your own food freedom journey? This includes the ultimate journal practice to get started alongside 10 action steps that you can take right now, plus how to start your own intuitive eating journal. If so, check out the link in the show notes below to get this sent straight to your inbox. Thank you so much again for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the episode and feel free to leave a review or come find me on Instagram and send me a DM if you have any questions or comments or anything you would like to be discussed on the show. I hope you have a great day and see you next week.